1: I did the, did the sound
2: yeah now i want to tell everybody about yeah. that sound my voice is feeling a bit um croaky again today but that sound is what michael does do it for us pew. when something is really really nice either food or he thinks i look nice or he thinks he looks nice or something is like made him super happy mm. you go pew. i love it pew, pew. Yeah. And phew, phew is like, wow.
1: Yeah, it is. And I'm delighted that we're doing this podcast now.
2: And that's quite phew phew.
1: Yeah, it's quite because um it's Saturday. Yeah. And um we're really busy next week. Yes. And I was getting really anxious about when we yes, were gonna do it. Yes, yes. And then I thought let's do it tomorrow, but then we're a bit squeezed for time tomorrow. Yes. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Phew. Do uh,
2: you want to start or shall I start? Uh, I've got, got some, I've got something to talk to you uh, about great. that I think you're going to absolutely fucking love.
1: Oh my god, I'm so excited
2: that I you don't know about. Okay, it's have you heard about Bingo Lingo?
1: No, I haven't. Tony Parr. No. Go away.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, Tony. Should we turn your phone off?
1: Yeah, let's turn it off. Let's go out. You know, or like silence well, I'll, it. It. I'll silence it and put it over here.
2: Bingo Lingo. Mm-hm. Um, I have been on a top secret job last week. Mm-hmm. Can't tell anybody about it. Not even Had to me. sign an official secrets act really? to not talk about it. Where
1: was this? Where? I don't even know what she said there. She had mouthed something at me. It yeah, just so saucy, I can't, I can't, we
2: can't talk about it. But mm. <clears throat> I was on a job not and one of the guys on the job mm-hmm. said, because I did two days on it mm-hmm. and he went, oh, last night I went to Bingo Lingo.
0: Okay. And I went...
2: I love the bingo. And mm. he went, have you ever been to bingo lingo? And I went, I don't even know what bingo lingo is. Mm-hmm. But the more we said it, the better it was getting. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is bingo lingo? And he went, it's basically a nightclub and you play bingo. Oh. DJs, oh. music, play bingo, housey housey, place goes mental, flashing club lights.
1: So are you like dancing with a bingo card? I'm not a, sure. I'm not Macadabra. sure how it
2: works, but. Okay. Think World Championship darts.
1: OK. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: This is what I'm thinking. OK. So it's There's me. a stage. There's people pulling balls, I think.
1: It's primarily bingo, but it's got a party atmosphere. Yes. OK.
2: But She's I'm trying city. to, like... I mean, look.
1: <gasps> Western Supermare, Bournemouth,
2: Bath, It's, it's everywhere around the country. OK. So it's bingo bingolingo.club. Mm-hmm. You can go anywhere like oh they've God, there's got tons it of them. there's millions of them they do festival bookings yeah, they can do bookings. a bingo lingo pub quiz uh-huh. frequently asked questions Yeah, that's um, let's though. have a look uh, what, what is, is bingo is- lingo yeah, okay that. unlike any bingo you've played before we've taken the game thrown away the rules and updated it for the newest generation of party animals that's us yeah
1: that is us. Naked bingo. Expect
2: raves, on-stage dancing, twerking, tacky prizes, pocket money and utter chaos. The evening consists of five games of three bingo boards <laughs> with terrible prizes to be won and one strange mother of all prizes at the end.
1: Wow, sounds, it brilliant. sounds
2: brilliant.
1: Have you when was the last time you actually went to the Mecca Bingo? Have you never been?
2: I have been uh-huh. and it was maybe 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years ago. Like oh, okay. a long time. Yeah. Um, With some friends. It's very exciting. Uh, is bingo lingo family friendly? Underneath it says, are you mad? Of course not. Bingo lingo is strictly for 18s only. Oh, my God. Over 18.
1: I'd love I to mean. hear, like, the two fat ladies and 69 and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> so know. good. Yeah. yeah it'd be so fun. Can you imagine? Yeah. And apparently there's, like, when, when, a, when a rude number comes up, stuff yeah. happens. Dress code, can I come in early to decorate a table? You can't oh. come in early, but you can bring decorations with you as long as oh, they don't obstruct anybody's view.
1: How many people have got to come? Presumably, you get lumbered on somebody else's table, or you could book a whole table.
2: Well, I yeah, I guess so. Oh, it's
1: different for different places, is it? Many places sometimes
2: food places. food is served at the venue. Okay. Anyway, it looks oh my God. amazing. And, you know, this is a nice one because it's nationwide, and often I feel a bit guilty because well, sometimes about we're a London bit London stuff, centric. Aren't we? And this is Nationwide. Get on there, bingolingo.club. It looks absolutely amazing.
1: I bought a bingo set not that long ago. I don't know where it's gone. I think it's been thrown out. But um, it's got one of those balls, like a cage with all the balls in it. And you wind it like a thing. Where is it? I think we had it. It was in the flat. It was in the flat. I don't know where it is anymore. Maybe it's still there.
2: Was that from Flying Tiger Hidden Dragon?
1: Yes, it's probably from the Flying Tiger. But I bought it so we could play naked bingo at some point. But we never got around to that. Why oh, yeah. did we not get round it? I don't them? know. That that just the two sad. of us though, don't get me wrong, I you don't want, want the neighbours round. No.
2: I don't want <laughs> I don't want the neighbours round either.
1: <laughs> great it's a great game, Bingo, and long may it continue. Did you like that? I'd loved Bingo Lingo. No, yeah. but you
2: like did you like the fact that you didn't know about it and I've yeah. like surprised you. Yeah, I mean I feel like
1: you've been keeping secrets almost that uh I can live with that. Um, this is brilliant. Well good. done. Thank you. Thank you. you. Uh, we watched the film last night. We watched Sicario last night. Oh, God. Now, I think we've probably talked about Sicario before. I don't
2: think we have. Like
1: maybe two or three years ago. We've been um, doing this podcast for nearly, for over three years yeah. now. Yeah. So, I think me and Sonny watched it, and probably in very early episodes, oh. we talked about it. But um, God, I, I'm happy to talk good. about it again, because not, not everyone will remember. But um, Sicario mm. is a film that is currently on Netflix. It's got Emily Blunt in it, and Josh Brolin, and... Benicio del Toro.
2: I taught Michael how to say it because Benicio is from um, Puerto Rico. Yeah, and so he's South American. Uh huh. And in South America they say Benicio, really? and in Spain they say Benicio.
1: Benicio. I was calling him Benicio, obviously, yeah. because it sounded kind of cool. Um, but I mean, I should know because I've actually met him. Um, yeah, that was impressive. It's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. I was in Paul Smith in Floral Street in Covent Garden. I remember precisely where I was.
2: I was How long ago? Height, Benizio. ten like years ago. Peak Benizio. Yes, I mean he was like a peak. big, big star yeah. then. Can you know? I just ask yeah. you? Like I know you're you're yeah. hetero, yeah. You're a cis male, yeah. but I just wanted to ask you: is he is he hot?
1: Well, he looked. Like a homeless person, basically, he had hair like long to his shoulders. I, was, I'm not
2: laughing at homeless people, by right. no, but no, it was just your. Um,
1: it was yeah. funny because he stood out like a sore thumb in Paul Smith because everyone's so well dressed there, and he was this guy with a kind of coat almost to the floor, mm. a kind of big scarf around his neck, his hair everywhere, a bit of a beard. But he still. But when amazing. he talked, really? I was like, Oh my god, it's, it's beneath your del Toro. <laughs> That's what I called him back then, so just for context. Um, and I was just like, holy shit. He looked like he was seven foot tall really? and a beast of a man, you know. Wow. So I can't remember what film he was in around that time. There was a film called 21 Grams. I don't know if you've ever seen yes. that. Yes, yeah. With uh, Naomi Watts, I think yeah. it is. God, it was a good film, that. As, um, I don't know if anybody's seen 21 Grams. The premise of the film is the, when you die, you instantly become 21 Grams lighter. Did you know that?
2: Oh, no. Did you not? No.
1: Oh, that's the idea of the movie, really. That's a bummer. Uh, you always rather be 21 grams lighter now. Yeah. The idea is it's your soul. It weighs 21 grams as it oh. floats off into the sky. Wow. No, that can't be true. You Can probably tell just you do... something?
2: When my dad died, yeah. have I talked about this, where they do the loveliest thing and they mm. open the window? I think I did. Uh, did they? But when, when, do you remember when he died? Because you were with me. I was there, yeah. Um, when he died, the care home staff came mm. in and said, we're just going to open the window to let him out. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh,
1: Dipped me over the edge there.
2: uh, Isn't that lovely?
1: Push the tears back. Yeah, it is quite amazing. Mm. Mm. Well, the the premise of 21 Grams Mm. is that um, Benicio Del Toro Mm. kills somebody in a car accident when he's drunk. Mm. Mm. And uh, Naomi Watts, his husband, needs a heart transplant. Mm. And they take the heart from the man he killed. Uh, and put it into this other guy, and then there's a very weird thing that takes place where, no, that's not.
2: No, don't don't give away no.
1: anything. I won't give away too much. Do but you remember Dave? Yeah, somebody had a go at me yeah, for, got for really spoiler hard alert. About spoilers. No, it is it's, it's, Naomi Harris's husband gets killed in the first scene, so it's not a spoiler. Yeah. And it. his heart goes somewhere else. Yeah. And she falls in love with the guy who's, who's got, got her husband's heart. heart. And Benicio del Toro is the guy who who runs over her, her husband. Uh, so there's a little triangle of sadness, quite literally, in this oh, film. Wow. But wow, what a film! So if you're after something great to go uh, watch, and 21 Sicario, and but Sicario, Sicario wow.
2: I mean, Emily Blunt. We were talking about her. We had to stop the film in the middle and just go. Gosh, Emily Blunt is an amazing actor mm. because she she was the only woman in a in an all yeah, male kind of CIA yeah. police yeah. F- FBI type film. And not for one moment did you think, oh, that guy's going to hit on her. Or she mm. played it so well. Mm. And she is very pretty. Mm. But she just was neutral.
1: Yeah. She's got she, very ballsy energy. I don't know if you, you remember mm. her in Looper as well oh, with that shotgun. Oh, God, you know, and It's so just like, good. do not fuck around with this yeah, girl.
2: She's, you know. she is. And she's funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, she she's is. She's
2: very funny. She, I, feel, I feel like she's a good, like, mm. I like her a lot. Yeah. Good person.
1: Um she's very
2: good, but Benizio, one of the trainers on Own Your Goals mm-hmm. trained her. Really? Yeah, for all her action movies. Oh wow. Gets her God, body really? like, like that. That's a fantastic mm. claim to fame. Mm. Mm. and she's on Own Your Goals. Wow. Yeah, she's, well done mean, to she's own Your goals. badass. She's yeah. like a really amazing.
1: Um it's a brilliant film that you do have to spend quite a lot of time concentrating on and watching because mm. she's kept in the dark about her role along with you, the viewer, who's also kept in the dark. Mm. And, and as, as she finds out, you find out what is going on in the Just to keep movie. going,
2: what's going on? Why is that happening? We kept, have to keep going. We had to keep going, don't worry, it's all going to become clear. Uh, yeah, and it kind of becomes clear, yeah. and then it
1: becomes not so clear. Yeah. But the relationship that she forms with Benicio, mm. uh, Alej- Alejandro, mm-hmm. is that what he's called in it? Mm-hmm. Alejandro, is just really kind of, Great, but also really dark, dark isn't mm. it? God almighty.
2: It's quite twisted. Uh
1: It's really good. So um, anyway, it's on Netflix, folks. It rates just under eight on IMDb. It's two hours, two minutes. Um, And it's definitely well worth uh, your consideration if you're looking for something to watch. If you've seen it before, like a lot of people will have done two or three years ago, but I promise you, just watch it again. I've watched it three times probably in the last <clears> five <throat> years. And every time I'm thinking, what happened? What's going to happen I can't quite remember and I loved watching it again last mm. night. That final scene. Oh, it's great. Anyway, there you go. Sicario, on Netflix.
2: Um, I'm going to just finish off with another bit of TV mm-hmm. um, to finish off our TV bit. Because I want to talk about um, Pamela Anderson. This documentary has blown my mind. Mm. Firstly, Pamela Anderson is like the ultimate feminist. She was an actor who got into the whole Playboy thing. Mm-hmm. Then just got painted with this kind of stupid blonde with boobs yeah. kind of image. But she has consistently, she did consistently work. She was working all the time. She was breaking endless kind of records mm. and boundaries and pushing boundaries. And this documentary just made me respect her mm-hmm. in, in a completely new way. But while this documentary is being filmed, she finds out that this drama, the drama that we watched, yes, um, Tommy and Tommy, Tom and, and, Tommy, yeah. Tom and Pammy um, drama, she, she found out about that being made. They've got interviews with her kids, her two sons, mm-hmm. who are brilliant, actually, mm. and who admire and love their and mum. And are they Tommy's sons? Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. And they're so beautifully protective of her. Mm. She... Gets a call during the documentary to go and be in Chicago, like kind of right towards the end of it. She's got no idea where where she's going to get her money from. She's got no money. She's sort Mm -hmm. of just like hoping that things are going to come. She can't really sing. She goes and does Chicago. She fucking smashes it. (laughs) She's, she's, and she just has a go at everything. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of shit. Yeah. That that woman mm. has had thrown at her, and she picks herself up, mm. dusts herself off, is clearly an absolutely amazing parent, mm-hmm. and also, mm. you know, interesting to learn. I'm not going to talk too much about it, because you, but uh, learn about her love life, mm-hmm. and what's happened, and about how she feels about men, and and she and has, you- and she has a hot flush in the middle <laughs> of it, <laughs> You're right and she that, had a fan. Well, I did. Yeah. I really liked it because I thought, yeah. You know, you might excuse Pamela Anderson for desperately trying to cling on to her hot beauty, but Mm. she's extremely natural beauty, actually, and she's aged really nicely. And Mm. yes, I'm having a hot flush and I don't mind showing you. And she wears no makeup in this documentary most of the time. Yes, I saw from the clips. And she kept diaries from when she was a little girl. God. And she reads, she's reading bits out of her diaries oh. on this documentary. I said to my kids the other day, start keeping diaries because one day this is going to be amazing. Yeah, I've got one. And um, have you? I
1: kept for a year. Wow. Like 1986 wow. maybe. Wow.
2: And my my stepmom read mine. Oh, did she? And uh, misunderstood mm. um, Get Off With for Have It Off With mm. and ruined my life for about two months. God damn it.
1: 'Cause we we, all, know, all these boys We all know what it meant.
2: All, all these boys mm-hmm. thought got roasted by their parents because they their parents thought that they'd had sex with me and we'd only had a kiss. God damn Not all these boys, obviously. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many boys?
2: Two, three, yeah, you know. Okay. You that's know a, what it's like when you're sixteen.
1: There's an emoji aubergine just yeah. over there. So anyway, um
2: mm-hmm. um d- you know, I'd stop writing diaries after that and it's and it's sad really because diaries are a brilliant way of Um, helping you with your mental health and it clearly was a way that she processed things but I think because she wrote so much stuff down she's actually incredibly self-aware she's very emotionally Mm. intelligent it's a really 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 good watch and also she was so iconic she was iconic all through our like all through our youth Um,
1: how long is it? because I might watch it this afternoon
2: oh it's I mean I would massively recommend it let's watch it in the car yeah okay I can't tell you how good it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not it. sure how
1: Actually, it is our era as well, very interestingly. I mean I was sixteen in nineteen eighty eight, I think. So when Baywatch was on, I was living with Tony Parr and we'd all basically sit down to watch Baywatch We Fish and Chips on a on you know, Saturday tea time, mm. ready for going out on the on the Razzle Dazzles. And we just bloody loved it, you know, it was so funny. In May two
2: thousand and four she wrote a twenty thousand dollar cheque to gymnast Mahini Bad After reading a story where Mahini said she couldn't afford to compete at the United States Olympic trials, Anderson attended the United States Olympic gymnastic trials in Anaheim on June the 26th and 27th with a Go Mo sign. nice! That's a decent thing to do, isn't it? But she is, you just will absolutely get Mm -hmm. the feeling that she is a decent person. (laughs) She's absolutely brilliant.
1: It reminded me, when I um, used to write a diary, I was, I was obviously a boy who didn't like writing very much. So yeah. there's lots of abbreviations in there and just like f- reminders in there to do stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: And one of the things was uh, when I'd play sports at school, like rugby or whatever, and I'd get muddy, <laughs> they'd make you go in this, great big communal showers with all the other boys. I was a very late developer, essentially, you know, so I liked to hide my bits and pieces from Mm. all the hairy boys, you Mm, know, because I was mm. embarrassed and everyone would laugh and point and Mm. things like that. You know, in a jovial way, but I was like, I'm not doing that, you know. So I used to kind of run through the shower loop because it was like a a (laughs) U-shaped thing with showers, and I just used to leg it through there and then get my clothes on as fast as possible so no one could see my penis, you know.
2: Arsenal must have... Oh. oh my God, can I quickly go downstairs? Yeah, yeah say, of course. Of keep course. going, keep oh, talking. Okay,
1: yeah. And um, w- what would happen is that I, I would still have very dirty legs, essentially. And then I'd have to remind myself that when PE came around two days later, that I still had mud on my knees. Um, so what I'd have to do, it, it, say in my diary, oh, at lunchtime, washed legs, ready for PE in the afternoon. Because obviously if I got dressed and I still had... I'm so no sorry. Is it three two? Michael,
2: they went from being two one. Yeah,
1: yeah, to three two. Down
2: three two. Yeah. In the ninety second minute, we've got three minutes left. Oh, fuck! <laughs> sorry, we we needed that.
1: <clears throat> um. So anyway, yes, yeah, so it was a reminder to wash my legs. Uh, I was in my diary. Oh.
0: Because uh, they were oh still my muddy. God.
1: And uh, I didn't want people so to see that. I, I, had, I had a wash for two days. Oh. So there was things like that in my diary. When I read through it, I think, "Oh, yeah, that's embarrassing, isn't it?" You know.
2: But it does make you realise that really kids go through quite a lot of trauma. Um, yeah. Sometimes you know, just trying to deal with the sort of gauntlet of stuff that can happen to you at school.
1: Absolutely, hi. You
2: run the gauntlet and just try and avoid as much trouble as possible.
1: Um. So, I have been recommended recently
2: yeah. a
1: podcast to listen to oh, yeah. by my good friend Andy Abrahams.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And it's on a subject that has creeped in and out of my kind of consciousness for quite mm. a while. Yeah. And it's that of J.K. Rowling. Um, now I've heard about this. I love the J.K. Rowling story.
2: Yes, because... I it... don't know
1: why, but I mean, it's just an, it's a kind of example or a representation of how people have been silenced recently. Um, but also, can I yeah.
2: can I quickly say something? Yeah. Like I like it's so weird when you think that J.K. Rowling was the nation, the world's sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, She wrote Harry freaking Potter. Yeah, which. Like she's made a whole area in Universal Studios. Like she's yeah she's in our hearts, and then now all hell's broken loose. Yes, and uh, all of us are frightened and then, to even mention her name.
1: Yes, I know. Well, that is, that's one thing that's quite interesting about it, is that as soon as somebody says, what do you think of the JK Rowling thing? You're yeah, just like, I've, go, been asked, I've been asked that like, so
2: many times. I have literally no idea what to say here. terrified of answering. Yes,
1: because, um, you know, you're trying to gauge, I guess, what uh, answer the person wants. Yeah. Which is not the point of conversation, of course. But, um, you know, I, I...
2: We don't know enough about it. I, I'm... St-
1: I would say I'm relatively close to the trans debate
2: hmm. in the
1: sense that I know people.
2: But you've met transitioning. quite a lot of transitioning yes. people. Uh-huh. Because you're...
1: Yeah. So um, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the subject because I, hmm. I come into contact with trans people quite a lot, probably more often than, than a lot of other people. So I'm always interested to know, you know, what is it all right for me to say or not say? And, you know, at what point do I say, well, you know, I, I'm not going to do that or your... I'm going to do this or whatever it is. But so i i find it fascinating i found the jk rowling thing fascinating so i mm. i went deep dive probably about a year ago into mm. the whole thing
2: oh did you yeah because
1: i'd had a big discussion with this person about it they'd said that she was transphobic and said transphobic things and i i you know at that point certainly couldn't find anything particularly transphobic um so i went i went and read everything and then i went and read as many articles as i could from people who'd written about the things that she'd said. So I hadn't just Mm. read the things she'd said, I'd also read lots of comments on the things that she'd said and people who'd said that it was transphobic, people said it's absolutely ludicrous, there's nothing transphobic about it. But what
2: happens is people make comments about stuff that they've heard from, it's like third-party news. That's
1: why I went deep dive. So I thought, Mm. I've got everything that she's read and then Mm. how other people have interpreted it. Mm. And then, in the end, how I've interpreted it. I've interpreted it in a way that there is nothing transphobic that she's said. I don't, I don't have a problem with the things that she said. I mean, she's standing up for women's rights and that has somehow taken away from trans people's rights and then uh, vice versa. If you support the trans rights, it erodes some women's rights and mm. then it also it's can er- erodes muddy, some gay it? rights. So, mm. you know, it's a very hot topic, but I l- love mm. the topic because it's so hot. Mm. Um, but, you know, she has literally gone to ground, you know, so you don't really mm. hear that much from her these days. Mm. Also, the fact that she writes under a male pseudonym also thesis days i also think mm. that's quite fascinating mm. and that, that she's put some uh trans people in her books who are serial killers and stuff mm. like that which is also things like wow um it's amazing so anyway the the trailer has dropped for this podcast and she is actually in it talking yes. about her experience she talks
2: quite a lot in it i do want to what's it called i'm
1: just i'm just going to find it now i think it's i think
2: actually through. as i would consider myself a Big friend of the LGBTQ plus. Yes, me too. Community, really big. Yeah, me too. And extremely pro. But I do feel like as a a person who has loved Mm. Harry Potter books all my life, Mm -hmm. I owe it to her to hear her side of the story and everybody else's side of the story because it isn't just pro, um, it's not just pro JK Rowling. It's lots of Rowling. It's lots of other people, pro and anti- in this podcast yeah. all offering their opinions I think the
1: interesting thing about it is that it's it's not so much a story it's a sense it's a sense of what is happening with the language and what's mm. when you say a word how do you interpret that word how does the person saying the word interpret the word and then mm. how does the Oxford English dictionary interpret that word mm. and how much of those words need to change because as we know language evolves all the time, all the time so yeah one word meant this many years ago and now it means something else now. Yes. I mean, gay is a brilliant word for that. Yes. You know, uh, I don't know, 80, 90 years ago, gay meant a completely different Happy. thing than it yeah. means now. Yeah. yeah. So you'd think, fair enough, you know, language evolves, but you want to make sure it, it evolves. I don't know if you want to make sure it evolves correctly because mm. presumably it is evolving correctly. It happens mm. to be whatever it happens to be. Mm. And that's what the discussion is around. I'm fascinating to see where it all ends up.
2: Have you Um, started listening to it yet? No, because
1: it's not come out yet. So the trailer has dropped. It's called The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. Mm -hmm. So if you just go on to Apple Music or Spotify or any of those other things, you can listen to the trailer. Uh, it's a short trailer, but let me just read you the blurb. The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling is an audio documentary that examines some of the most contentious conflicts of our time through the life and career of the world's most successful author. in conversation with host Megan Phelps Roper, J.K. Rowling speaks with unpre- unprecedented candor and depth about the controversies surrounding her from book bans to debates on gender and sex. The series also examines the forces propelling this m- uh, moment in history mm. through interviews with Rowling's supporters, critics, journalists, historians, clinicians and many more. So I think it's even handed this. I don't think Mm. it's like, oh, let's celebrate, you know, JK Rowling's view Mm. on the world. I think there's lots of people out there criticizing. What's interesting about the trailer is the amount of people when they're asked, they say, what do you think of JK Rowling? They say, can you turn off the mic? And then uh, I'll say, I mean, we're all terrified to say, I've been asked, I've been asked a lot. I got
2: asked about it on, on Stephen Bartlett, Mm. on the diary of a CEO, but I just don't know what to say. What did you say? I said I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but okay. I, I think I don't want to talk about it because I, I, I haven't deep dived into yeah. it. I don't know enough about mm. it and I really don't want to comment on something yeah, you, unless yeah. I know enough about it. And um, mm. I, I I, do need to, I need to learn more about it and mm. I need to learn how I feel. Well, I
1: really hope that this mm. opens up that for everybody so they mm. then feel free to say... I guess
2: what I don't they think, think any of us feel free. <laughs> yes, as as anyone should. That's that's what's interesting. Yeah. Is that there are things that previously were just opinions mm. that now have been weaponized that we now can be.
1: What's interesting I think is that I mean you, you could arguably say that you've got quite a lot of power. You're very uh, famous mm. and uh, successful and people know who you are and mm. you've got a great big lever of power cuz you've got mm. nearly 3 million people on Twitter and mm you know, God knows how many people on Instagram and everything, but it is absolutely a weak spot mm. in, in all of that. Mm. Where it, if you just enter into the debate at the yeah. wrong time and say the wrong thing, mm. even though you mean the right thing,
2: mm.
1: it's all gone. Everything gets pulled But also what I apart, don't understand
2: you know. is why an, op- why an opinion, mm. why disagreeing with something
1: mm-hmm.
2: has to then turn into oh, which which being one? anti like I just I might have an opinion where I say I'm not sure I agree with that and Mm. then that makes you anti something yeah okay yeah you're the one no I'm not I'm not anti I'm just saying I'm not sure about that bit you Mm. know
1: yeah anyway I'm highly recommending people listen to the trailer I think the podcast comes out next week
2: what's it called again
1: uh, The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling Mm. Rowling 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 I don't know I don't know either there's been some really interesting articles written about it already. So if you mm. go into, uh, I know I recommended a while back, the Apple News um, app yes, that's part good of Apple that, One yeah. is really good. So mm. I read a couple of articles in the New York Post, the New York Times, the Washington Post had written a really good one. And then there's lots of people that have written them here in anticipation of this and saying mm. what they think. It does strike me as though people have got a lot braver now. There mm. are... Now, a lot of journalists saying, I can't find a single transphobic thing that J.K. Rowling has said, whereas I think a year or two ago, nobody would have nobody said, that. Would have said no. anything at all. So people have, are, are, are perhaps becoming mm. a little bit more brave about mm. this subject. But, um, but
2: it's interesting that people are scared about saying they haven't found anything transphobic.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: That is like saying, we're too frightened to say mm-hmm. that J.K. <laughs> yeah, Rowling seen, yeah. is innocent.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's I mean, a
2: frightening thing, even man.
1: Just, even just having this conversation. It's edgy. It's edgy, isn't it? Yeah, because like I, I am nervous. sat here thinking about what you, the listener, is thinking. Yeah. And whether you're going to say something yeah. <laughs> about us. You yeah. Know. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but it, it, I think really basically what
2: we want to do is learn more and educate our listeners So, no, we're not going to educate our listeners. We want to give them things that will help educate them to form an opinion. We're not Uh telling them what to think. No, no. We we don't want to be told what to think. We just want to listen to things Mm. that will will free our minds to form an opinion. Yeah. I, I need remember. information and I need facts yeah. to be able to form an opinion. I, that's why I haven't really got one yet.
1: And somebody said, I can't remember who it was, they, but they said, you, you you can't think unless you can speak. Yes, and if you, yes. Yeah, and it's, I'm
2: sure, isn't that, is that not like a, like Plato or...
1: I don't know, I don't know. I, I just remember thinking, God, mm, that's powerful. That's so powerful. And you have to be able to say what you think in order mm. to change your mind or change yes. your thoughts or and, opinions. And,
2: you know, you may say something that is um, a, a terrible... Mm-hmm. A a terrible untruth and then go, actually, do you know what? I think I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But you've also got to be allowed to make mistakes, say the wrong thing and change your mind. Forgiveness. I was talking to my mum about this the other day, the lack of religion in society. Yes. Because religion did kind of often bring up this idea of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It's quite a religious Mm -hmm. ideology, forgiveness. And um, without religion... Of any kind, yeah. you know, of any faith being brought in yes, into the kind of population system. without yeah. a belief system. Mm. The population just kind of fall into chaos.
1: Yes, and I think Carl Jung had written about this in the mm. twen- in the 20s, I think he'd said.
2: Religion's quite a nice a, a way of The death of God, grounding. he mm. called it, which mm. is
1: that nobody believes in God anymore. Mm. So we all believe in all sorts of crazy ideas.
2: Well, ourselves, ideas. we are God.
1: Mm.
2: You know, the individual.
1: Well, I certainly look pretty good today.
2: I'm going To talk about something very happy, yeah. One of my favorite topics, and now one of yours. I want to say hi to Susie and Ian Miller. They have formed a company called Scottish Bee Company, and their website is scottishbeecompany.co.uk. Um, you know me, I love an about page. You certainly do. Um, so, they founded this company back in 2017 because they wanted to kind of figure out what they could do about the environment. And they gave bees to bee farmers across Scotland to help them because there was actually no funding available for bee farmers, and they increased bee numbers by twenty-three million.
1: Bloody hell, that's a good. How going, amazing isn't is that? It? Brilliant. Um,
2: but they quickly learned that they needed more types of pollinators, and so they started um, a sister charity called Repollinate.org.uk. Ten p from every unit sold goes to them. Mm-hmm. So from this website. 10 pence from every unit goes to that charity and it aims to increase pollination through education programs and wildflower projects. Nice. You can feel really good mm-hmm. about, you know, supporting this business. Um, they they are just an environmentally minded business. Mm-hmm. They pay a living wage, flexible working hours. They only use recycled or recyclable packaging. Um, they source ethical honey beeswax. They're just all over it, right? So... I love, love these guys. But they sent us um, some gubbins and lots and lots of people send us things, but we will only ever talk about things that we really agree with. Their pure honey is phenom. So they've got Scottish Blossom Honey, Scottish Heather honey, signature blend honey, um, all coming in lovely glass jars, really, really delicious. They've got clother. Clover as well, they've got blend, um, oh I talked about the blended, they come in little pots, they're such a nice gift for somebody, they do little kind of Mm -hmm. um, gift sets where you can give um, like a three, I mean I'd much rather get something like that Mm -hmm. than a piece of jewellery that somebody else has bought for you that you don't like.
1: Or flowers.
2: Yeah, honey is so practical and useful. We use honey on everything. Yeah. Um, The salad dressings are off the charts. I had the honey and mustard today Mm -hmm. um, and the raspberry honey dressing.
1: Yeah, I had a little dip today as well. Very nice.
2: Which was super Mm. nice. And they also do um, vinegar. So they do an apple cider vinegar, which is gorgeous. Um, and they do, like, another gift kind of trio. Now, the gift trio, it's worth saying, they're quite big bottles, they look very high-end, they are really nice, and uh, it's 22 quid for three bottles of super nice... um, Yeah, it'd be a nice little gift, wouldn't it? It would be a nice gift. Mm. Be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well done. Um, So they've done vinegars.
1: Mm -hmm. I love vinegars, you know.
2: And it's like a big buzz thing. You know, have a bit of vinegar mm-hmm. before your meal. They do little Scottish hampers as well, which has got some... Um, hu- um, what's mm-hmm. that called? H- uh, honeycomb? honeycomb. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you. God, I'm so...
1: Um, combs I'm so... are a different thing in my business, but oh, yeah. Dear. I get the general
2: um, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. But they also... I want to talk about... I can't find it here. They sent me a drink. A
1: cordial. Yeah.
2: And Not it right. was may i hope it was a cordial hang on oh, salad dressings sorry. shrub drinks few i thought my god i've gone mad there you so go. i got i had a strawberry and mint shrub cordial now this drink blew my mind mm-hmm. it is quite vinegary but it tastes fermented i wasn't sure if it was they're tangy they use apple cider vinegar and we all know that um, cider is good for sugar spikes. How do we know that? Because we follow the glucose goddess, whose book launch we went to. Shh, we can't talk about yeah, it. can't talk about shh, that. Shh. Um, embargoed. Embargoed. We can just say that we went and it's coming. It's coming. A book is coming.
1: Something's coming, yeah.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.
2: Um, but anyway, we've got four beehives. It's really worth looking into. P- mm-hmm. Keeping bees is much easier than you think. Um, please, please support um, this business. They're doing lovely things, and um, yeah.
1: I've not been stung once by our bees. Have
2: you not? No. Oh, that's nice. Yes. I haven't no, either. No,
1: I haven't. <laughs> you seemed a bit surprised. Yeah, I was going to say I, I've, not, I've not been stung
2: once by bee ever. I thought you were oh, going to yeah, say. Oh no, yeah, I, I, was I, go, have, wow, I that's reckon crazy. I've only
1: been stung twice in my entire mm. life.
2: Mm. They don't um, want to sting you because it kills them.
1: Yeah, uh, me mate Danny uh, did a wee, I think, on a beehive once when he oh, was... A kid
2: Jesus, he what an night. absolute plonker.
1: He didn't know it was a beehive, oh, there. Okay. he was just doing a wee. He just happened sorry, to be a wee on one. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Danny, that's quite... Yeah, it's
2: a bit harsh, right, isn't it, Danny? sorry.
1: OK, so my good friend Dave Mason. I've known Dave Mason for a long time. I
2: love Dave Mason, can I just uh, say?
1: He's from Oldham, from Manchester. And I've been down in London since 93. I reckon I met him in 94, 95... And we've been very good friends ever since, but we had a hiatus where we didn't see each other for about 10 years, mainly because I was raising kids and so was he and all the rest of it. And then we bumped into each other in Porta in Mallorca, would you believe?
2: That's quite he was sat on
1: the beach. Dave's like a movie star. He's a
2: really handsome he's guy. He's like six
1: foot seven. Yeah. He's got a great he's big suave. beard. He's and suave. big grey hair and he's very tall and lean and he was sat on the beach in kind of a flouncy shirt drinking red wine out of a tumbler. Mm. I was like... Fucking, was well, James Bond's turned up mm. in Porta Palenca, you know? And he was like, Mike, we're well, like, Dave. <laughs> and then we were like, bloody hell, I can't, I can't believe i have seen you. Anyway, we've reconnected, and Dave is a kind of entrepreneur. He owns lots of clothing brands. He owns a brand called Mr. Fish. Mr. Fish made a lot of David Bowie's clothes. Back in the seventies, and you can look him up if you put in Mister Fish, David Bowie. He owns all the cuttings and all the patterns and for all those those outfits. He owns three or four other co- clothing brands that made James Bond clothes for George Lazenby, mm-hmm. Sean Connery, Roger Moore, all that lot. I mean, amazing. I know. And he's
2: an incredibly entrepreneur Yes, there, Dave, isn't he? He
1: is fantastic. Mm. Anyway, he's bought a, a brand called Ed Scarlet. Now, probably no one knows who Ed Scarlet is, but Ed mm. Scarlet invented spectacles. Um, before Ed Scarlett, yes. there was only monocles. People wore it. He said a monocle, some
2: crazy you know. thing like 17. Yes,
1: it was in 1727. God, and it was on crazy. Dean Street in Soho, yeah. where he had a shop. Um, and uh, anyway, Dave Mason's acquired this brand. And what he likes to do when he acquires these brands is try and put all the kind of heritage and history and everything back yeah. into it. So we'd opened up a shop and we went to his little opening the other night. I say little opening because it was a little shop. It was a big opening in a little shop in Hamyard in Soho. <laughs> Ham Yard's just around the corner from us. What are you laughing at? You're
2: just going, little shop. Well, I say little, but it was like, actually like big, but little. A big like, opening. Like, a shop. big opening. Yeah, like. yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't want to kind of belittle <laughs> the success here. But anyway, Ed Scarlet's opened up. You can go to ed-scarlett.com and have a look at the frames there. But if you're...
2: Very nice glasses. In Very cool.
1: the business for looking for frames, yeah. or you're after some new glasses. And there's lots of these companies around at the moment. But as soon as I walked in the shop, I tried on about four pairs of sunglasses mm. and every single pair I was like, fuck, I want a pair of these. I want a pair of these. Mm. And then obviously they do um, eye testing and send out the frames. I think they're doing kind of mail order thing where they'll send you out five sets and you try on the ones you want and you can send the ones back and things mm. like that. But um, they've got an Instagram page, which is ed.scarlet.soho. Um, and um, if you go to the website, which is really ed-scarlet.com it's um, just really just, cool yeah it's a really lovely business yeah and it's nice and to he's see a nice guy one getting off the ground and yeah give a little help
2: I um, just want to finish off talking about bees I have talked about mm-hmm. standbybees underscore and that's who they are on the Instagram standbybees underscore um, and on their Instagram page they've got um, a link tree um, that you can press on and when you press on that you can go and sign um, a petition um, and how to write to your local MP because uh, recently I don't know if you know, but the UK government authorised the use of deadly bee-killing pesticides, which had been illegal. And um, this is why our bees are thriving because we're not near any farms that use pesticides. We're in a we're in a an urban setting, and so it's quite good to keep bees in an urban setting mm-hmm. because. They're, they're not near those damaging pesticides. So ah, it's just okay. terrible uh-huh. um, that they've done that. So follow standby bees underscore and you can go and sign the petition. Thank you so much for the support. They need all the help they can get. Uh,
1: a couple of shout-outs here. One from Tara Welsh. And she says, Hi, guys. Recently been going back on really old episodes of the pod.
2: Love it oh, we'll I love it. I
1: might do that at one point. I yeah. might to an old one a couple yeah. of years ago, see where we're at. Yeah. You know, it'd be quite interesting, wasn't it? It'd be like would be like looking back it's over a diary. diary. You know, I do that on my Instagram. Sometimes, like, you remember when we all posted a black square for Black yeah. Lives Matter and all that stuff? And I was thinking, and then I posted... When when the Queen died, I was like, should I post a picture of the Queen? Because everybody was doing it. And you think... Everybody's doing it. Should I really do it? Mm. But it dawned on me that your Instagram page is like a little diary. Mm. And I thought, I should do it. I don't mm. care if people like the picture or not. Mm. But as I'm going back through my feed, I can go, oh, yeah, that was when the Queen died. Mm. And that was when we all posted a black square for Black Lives Matter and mm. all that stuff. You know, like there was this huge national thing that everybody mm. did a thing. And I thought, yeah, I want to be part of a thing. You know, yeah. yeah, you know. So it's very good. Um, anyway, so Tara Welsh says, hi, guys. Recently going back on really good episodes. <gasps> I'm a Brit living in New Zealand and went to a supermarket and look what I found.
2: Oh my god! She found Vivaldi, Vivaldi potatoes. Potato
1: and it's uh, it's called the versatile potato. I couldn't agree more. It's the most versatile potato I've ever eaten.
2: Oh, she found a Vivaldi in New Zealand. She does say
1: that I'm keto and don't eat spuds, but I was excited excited. Oh. I had to buy some. Oh, <laughs> bless
2: you. Love Hope you, Tara. We didn't.
1: Break your keto diet there, Tara. But uh, thanks for letting us know about that. That's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Michelle Naylor says, Hi, Davina and Michael. I have recently discovered your amazing podcast. And I love it. Thank you. I binged all the episodes um, I've missed whilst walking my dog. Uh-huh. Uh, she says, thank you <laughs> to both the extra long walks. Yeah, sometimes we do quite a long episode, yeah. don't we? The dog gets yeah. a little bit of extra. Yes. <laughs> I look forward to every new episode so I can take you these along for a chatty walk. I love your recommendations and would ask you to take a look at an Instagram account called...
2: Oh, I know her.
1: Do you? Giny girl. Giny girl. Mm-hmm. She's a physio specialising in pelvic health. Who Brilliant. Could important information relating to female and male pelvic health. Uh, things we aren't taught, but we should be. And things we difficult.
2: don't talk about. Yes. You know?
1: I got Quite good pelvic health, I think.
2: I mean, I was just thinking about how <laughs> a few years ago <laughs> I would have been so ashamed to talk about... Um, downstairs. Uh, well, about um, having a slip or running and weeing. Oh, okay. And I've realised that so many people mm. go through that. Um, is it gyny girl without Guy. a hyphen?
1: Yeah, there is no hyphen here. There you go. go.
2: 7,280 followers. Oh, She's called Tiffany. That. She's a pelvic physio. Sex, vulvas, willies, wee and lots more. <laughs> um, she is... Uh, like really lovely. I've seen her before.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, how to complete your pelvic floor exercises and pelvic floor exercises. Let me just quickly tell you that they do work. Working out your pelvic floor mm-hmm. will make a difference to your urinary experience. Yeah. Um, so hmm. I, I, I really couldn't recommend it high enough. But she's she's a lovely girl, and yes, great. Are we following her? Um, we follow are her. now. Yeah.
1: Good. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Michelle Naylor. Um, must I must get on alive. That. I used to be a breakdancer when I was a kid, so I, had lots, mm. I was very flexible. I've got a lot stiffer as I've got older. Mm. I, did, I went to the gym this morning and tried to do some bendy bits and pieces. Mm. Just I, tr- I used to be able to do the crab, you know, mm. where you arch back. So I did that over one of those big mm. squashy balls. What they call the big balls? You do sit ups on and stuff.
2: Swiss balls. They course, Swiss balls. Yes. Are they? Yes. So I did a crab. Over the back of it. Oh wow. And then rolled over to the yeah. side and fell off. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to say, did you fall off? Oh, when you I got... did fall off, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: I thought I'm going to crack that by hopefully by the end of the month, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and uh, get my crab uh, going. But um, I feel like I've got good movement in my hips and around mm. the old pelvic yes. area. I, like I can vouch it. for that. Yeah, okay, good. Um, good, good, good. Uh, let's have a little look do you want to read one? Oh my god Oh, it's a massive one isn't it should we break it up should you do the first bit okay.
2: oh no you've got to read the first bit oh do I hi uh,
1: love this pod and you too uh, I save listening for a Wednesday morning when walking my dog in Verilamian Park which is where I used to see Michael a couple of times oh you did yeah with your little dog oh, yeah there's a question god. mark there my dog died uh, I'm afraid sorry I didn't bring the microphone for... little Ronnie passed away she got um, she'd eaten some poison or something like that and got uh, meningitis or some kind of Bad bacterial infection on her spine, and then she passed away. She was four. It literally—I oh, I can't think about it. it. It's still yeah, absolutely it's horrific. Uh, my dog wanted to play with her, ah, oh, but she, um, but she turned him down. <laughs> yeah, she was a bit pissy, but bit picky, uh, Ronnie. But she did love other dogs far more than she loved humans. You said she was a bit too old to play with an edge. No, Ronnie was really young. so I can't, I can't imagine I would have said that. I can't remember when. I used to bump into you in Sainsbury's and in the Horn too, but don't see you around, lady. Uh, lockdown messes with my timeline. Yeah, I mean, I moved out of St Albans in November last year. Anyway, I've been doing a bit of mother-son bonding and would like to recommend two shows we watch together. Our flag means death.
2: I love the bear. She's recommended the bear. Oh. Oh, the bear's so good. Is it? Yes. About the chef... Oh, oh, wow.
1: Yeah, God. So good. We've we never only wa- that. We only
2: watched one episode. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, let's go back and watch that. We
2: were going to watch more and then recommend it. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm.
1: Um, Okay, the other thing.
2: Oh, can I quickly just say she's yes. also said thanks to me for the menopause, and that's so lovely.
1: I'd also thank Davina for all the good work. Read the menopause. That's so it's nice. Great. Have you been doing some work on the menopause? What?
2: <laughs> What's
1: she talking about? I thought I'd got away with it as my symptoms were not that bad, but then um, had a one off
2: period after period. nearly a year. One-off. Uh, over a year of n- not having um, one and the symptoms came back with a vengeance
1: uh, Wig Wigaz17 <sighs> says you need to watch Shrinking on Apple Weird. We, we recommended we that did. last week we did I think you might not have listened to our latest episode Wigaz because um, we um, already it only came that. out yesterday but I right enjoyed um,
2: they might have sent that before yesterday yeah I think yeah, they Tuesday. did yeah on Tuesday
1: there you go um, yeah, I've right enjoyed um, and I've got I've got an episode to watch yeah it came out Friday yeah it's exactly today yeah woo um, very good. Um, and then Ross Taylor. Hi guys, missed you so much last I week. We Ross. had a week off. Yes, okay, Ross. Hope you're feeling better, Davina. You, you, you have a read.
2: Um, she's going to recommend a great film on Apple TV. It's called Finch. Stars Tom Hanks. Now, lots and lots of people are talking about this. Um, Tom Hanks, a dog, and two rob robots. Uh, set in a post-apocalyptic world after terrible environmental events. And is about purpose, survival, and love. Some really touching moments. You'll definitely cry in it, Michael. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. I love the way. I think you'll enjoy it, especially Michael. That's so funny because you're I'm you're the crier. The, you, no, but you're the one who on here like feels okay. things yeah. so much. Mm. Look, I just want to let you know that I also feel things. <laughs> um, but no, I, well, what I, I would say is, I that don't know why if something or how, but intense like, happens when,
1: in a movie. Davina either puts her fingers in her ears or covers your eyes, like...
2: Yeah, but that, no, not intense, thriller. You don't cry in a thriller. No, I know. I get, I I believe in films.
1: You do that a lot.
2: I know, I cover my eyes because it's scary. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, well, I'm really looking forward to that. The other one it's that I've still nice not seen... It's that a nice I do. thing do. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a criticism, it was just an observation. Yeah. <laughs> um, the um, the other thing is that A Man Called Otto, which yes. is a Tom Hanks it's film. It's a
2: great book. Is mm-hmm. it? mm Yes, that's a I knew a really, I'd really known really good the, book. the title before.
1: Mm. Have you read the book? Mm-hmm. And have you seen the film? No. Do you fancy watching the film yeah. at some point? Maybe this week? Yeah. I'll keep going up at the end. Um, <laughs> let's do that. And then she's also saying, I've just started watching Madoff on Netflix after Michael's oh, recommendation. So Ooh, Andy watched it this week and he was like, oh my God, I've started watching Madoff. Blew his absolute brains out. There's a film out there called The Wizard of Lies starring Robert De Niro playing Madoff. And it's the Madoff story and uh, I've not seen it I don't know why I don't know about this film but we mate GIF uh, plug me in GIF if you're listening um, I do read your messages all the time and they stay with me it just takes me a while to get around to processing them but I'll watch The Wizard of Lies maybe this week um, oh,
2: you're calling oh
1: my god I called Roz Taylor Roz, we accidentally called you um, sorry about that okay we better go because we've uh, we got to leave in a minute but this has been nice hasn't it
2: it's been really nice yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I'm looking forward to speaking to you all next week because hopefully the first episode of that J.K. Rowling thing will, will have launched. And I'd like to like... When
2: you said Wizard of Lies just yeah. then, yeah. I was going to go, is it about J.K. Rowling? Ah. Like, you know, and about the Bernie Madoff. Yeah. And I was... But I, I couldn't... Go, I just... got to like, make the connection? N- no, get I Get the did. joke done? I was, but I just thought, actually, you're saying something interesting. Don't interrupt. Ah, it would okay. have been quite funny. Would it? Of Wizards and... Doing...
1: Yeah, it's interesting that what you've done there is sacrificed your own... Ability to tell a joke for, for me, yeah, always. And that is an act that. of love.
2: I could be hilarious nonstop. I'm just like You're letting just you talk. Let me, me do my thing. <laughs> Where, what, as everybody knows, that's absolutely uh, quite a few people have
1: mentioned on here just how much they've enjoyed your Diary of a CEO thing with Stephen Butler. Oh,
2: really? Even
1: now, oh, that, really? that is still resonating with people. That's nice. And people are saying, "Why haven't you recommended that?" So I'm just oh. going to make it the last recommendation today, oh. which is if you haven't heard it already, which you probably have because everybody <sighs> listened to it. Um, I I listened to it. Did you know that? You don't know oh, that. Do I didn't you? Yeah, know I listened that. to it. Did you? Yeah. When? Um maybe 2 weeks ago.
2: Did you? Yeah.
1: I mean, I know you very well. Mm. I do I, I know a lot that information. It was very mm. nice to to hear you tell it again. Mm. You know, because um
2: Did you like the fact that I kept talking on a i banging on about how happy I was.
1: Yeah, I did. Do you know what that is? No, I was trying to work that out. I was thinking, why is she so happy all the time? So I'm you, so miserable. I'm nunty. so miserable and down and that. Not- See what I did there? Twist. Um, I did notice that. Yeah, nice. that was me slapping her thigh, by the way, in a good old-fashioned way, like. Whoosh. Um, it's nice to talk to everybody. Have a lovely weekend. Have a lovely weekend. I'll speak to you very soon.
2: Are we going to do ASMR? Yeah. What's it? I
1: am a PDSM. Okay. BDSM. <laughs> you <laughs> see you
0: later. Bye.